Section 38 of the World War. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Brittany Bogle. The World Story, Volume 15, The World War. Edited by Horatio W. Dresser. Section 38, Bulgaria Enters the War, 1915 by j b w gardiner in preparation for a successful campaign in the balkans germany massed a large army on the serbian frontier along the danube and the drina under command of von mckinson when this army was in readiness bulgaria mobilized for the attack on serbia the order for mobilization was given september twenty second nineteen fifteen the bulgars invaded serbia october tenth and declared war on the serbs four days later greece mobilized but remained neutral leaving serbia unaided bulgarian armies entered nish and swept through macedonia the allies went to the assistance of serbia but too late to avail serbia resisted but was everywhere overwhelmed the campaign continued until december when monastir was captured the editor Germany, in order to strike a vital blow at her most formidable enemy, England, looked to the Far East as the scene of her next endeavor. But an offensive in the East would call for a base at Constantinople, and Bulgaria stood in the way. Bulgaria was the bridge between Hungary and Turkey. Without Bulgaria's aid, the Germans could never reach Constantinople. From such information as is at hand, it was not merely a question of getting shell over the Oriental Railroad to the hard-pressed Turks on Gallipoli. The ammunition factory at Topane near Constantinople had a production almost if not quite sufficient to meet the demands of the Gallipoli defenders. Romania had, it is true, refused to permit the passage of shell over her railroads. But it was more than a question of shell. It was a question of a place in the sun through domination of the Oriental Railroad. It was a question of an attack on Egypt, of a thorough reorganization of Turkey and Teuton interests by means of a direct connection with Germany and Austria. Bulgaria alone was in position to furnish such connection and to provide a regular passageway through which free, unhampered communication could be had between Germany and her Muslim ally. With Bulgaria in the field, it remained for the Germanic allies to conquer only the northern part of Serbia, where the Oriental Road runs from Belgrade to Pirat, in order to open a direct route from Berlin to Constantinople. The diplomatic efforts of the Teutons were therefore concentrated on Sofia, and in spite of all the Entente could offer, Bulgaria, early in October, entered the lists on the side of the Central Powers. The opening gun of the campaign against Serbia was fired immediately upon the announcement of Bulgaria's decision. This campaign was essentially different from that in any other field of operations. Germany, as well as her opponents, realized from the outset that it was entirely subsidiary. Victory, no matter how complete, might bring the destruction or the dismemberment of the Serbian army. Under no possible circumstances could it bring a decision the maximum practical result would be obtained when the oriental railroad was under complete control of the central powers which meant the occupation of the northeast corner of serbia only involving the railway points of belgrade nish and pirat any other accomplishment in this field would be purely incidental 
the entrance of bulgaria into the war contributed to the forces of the teutonic allies certainly not more than four hundred thousand men and probably not more than three hundred and fifty thousand the serbian strength depleted by the austrian campaign of the previous year and sapped by the typhus scourge which had decimated the population was at that time not more than two hundred fifty thousand effectives opposed to this force were the three hundred and fifty thousand bulgarians and an equal number of austrians and germans obviously therefore serbia could not turn back the attack alone but would have to depend for the backbone of her defence upon assistance obtained from extraneous sources her first call was upon greece who under the treaty of bucharest which closed the second balkan war was obligated to unite with serbia in case of attack the ties of kinship with the german kaiser proved stronger however than treaty obligations and contrary to the will of the greek people king constantine refused to be bound serbia then turned to her western allies france and england who taking advantage of certain leasehold rights in salonica which serbia had acquired by treaty started a belated movement of troops to that port when the teutonic allies attacked the serbians were concentrated along the line of the danube and along the northeastern border guarding the railroad passes between serbia and bulgaria the british and french contingents having landed in salonica were moving up into macedonia as in other campaigns the military problem involved in this invasion can best find expression in terms of railroads and in this case was extremely simple there is in serbia but one railroad running north and south this road entering serbia at belgrade has its other terminus at monastir at uskup some seventy miles north of monastir a branch breaks off to the northwest running up toward montenegro it is obvious therefore that the maintenance of this one line was fundamental to the serbian defence as it was their single line of retreat and supply and the one means by which the reinforcements of the allies could come north from macedonia this road was then the objective of both bulgarian and teuton armies while the teutons were engaged in forcing the passage of the danube the bulgarians struck from the east at practically every pass along the border throwing a force into macedonia from strunitza they had no trouble in holding the british and french back while penetrating the passes farther north they reached the railroad at a number of points the end came soon the serbians offered stubborn resistance from the outset but with their lifeline cut by the bulgarians unable to get food outnumbered at every point they fell back from point to point until in the last week of december nineteen fifteen the teuton occupation of serbia was complete not a vestige of military force remained the british and french fell back now that there was nothing for them to do and took up a position in front of salonica which they strongly fortified the serbian army or its miserable remnant was either scattered in the wilds of albania or having reached the sea was transported by the allies to some of the mediterranean islands to recuperate germany had taken her first real step toward a place in the sun while the serbians were being driven out of their own country and the entire eastern situation was being got under control by the teutonic powers great britain was maintaining an army of at least a quarter of a million men on Gilipoli men who were fighting a series of battles in which there was not one chance in ten thousand of winning these men could have been used to great advantage in serbia had the british seen fit to transfer them 
but having undertaken the gallipoli campaign they were afraid to let go lest the admission of defeat would cause a loss of prestige among the mohammedans of the east where it is essential to the empire that british rule be unquestioned when it finally became apparent to the british high command that further fighting on the peninsula was useless and that to acknowledge failure was really the bigger thing to do serbia had been overrun and the gates of the east had been opened end of section thirty eight this recording is in the public domain